So just taking yourself through all those steps to make sure that everything's smooth, no kinks. And if there are, where can you work those out? Mm -hmm. And even like Anna Laura said, if you're not having customers, but you still have a community you manage, make sure that process for them is easy and not too, too confusing. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your host, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Whether it's in the DMs, our She Shines text hotline, or in person, we love any chance we get to chat with our She Shines Academy members. So when we decided to do a Q&A podcast episode recording during one of our office hours a few weeks ago, we were so excited to include our members and get the chance to dive a little bit deeper with them. We were also, <laughs> I have to say, a little bit nervous because before we started, we told them that really anything goes. <laughs> thankfully, they played pretty nice this time, <laughs> but we already can't wait to do this again. But in this round, you're going to get the answers to questions like, when do I know it's the right time to price my services? How do I balance a relationship on top of my never-ending to-do list? And so TBD. much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TBD. Yeah, and so as you listen, be sure to take note of any questions that you might have because, as you know, we love hearing from you. And who knows, maybe your question will be featured on an upcoming Q&A episode. So here is what you're going to do. You are going to text the word PODCAST to 215-608-3002. And what we're going to do is text you a link to a 90-second sort of get-to-know-you questionnaire. It's, it's kind of like speed dating, except it's way better because, girl, you already know us. So we can just go ahead and skip the super awkward small talk. <laughs> yes. No time for that awkward no time. talk. <laughs> and uh, as a thank you, we will also send you your choice of one of our exclusive Academy resources. So you can choose from our guide to optimizing your IG bio or our lifesaver, the monthly business to-do mm. checklist. And believe it or not, it is actually Anna Laura and I on the other end texting you back. Yes. So again, you're going to text the word podcast to 215-608-3002. Standard text messaging rates do apply but girl your feedback matters to us we can't wait to hang out with you on our she shines hotline now let's get in to this q a episode i'm so excited so uh sharana actually had a question sharana from philly sharana's jams on instagram mm -hmm. she had a question about it was the uh, top three to five tasks or systems to have in place when balancing a full-time job and brand, mm. which we know Sharana is not alone in the, <laughs> the, the whole, like the juggle is real, as we always say, balancing whether it's a full-time job, multiple brands, maybe mom life. So Sharana, we feel you, we hear you. We'll give you like four things. Keep in mind, all, the, all this is going to depend on your business and your goals and your brand. So the first one we definitely recommend, I think across the board, right, Alex, would be setting goals. Mm -hmm. 
So really breaking down, like, what is your vision for your brand or business and setting goal, creating goals around that. So long-term, where do you see yourself? Okay, well now how are we going to get there? Let's make an actual action plan. And you, you VIP members know, like we are big on creating action plans around your goals. So breaking that big vision down into annual, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and even daily tasks. Mm -hmm. And then um, making sure you check in with those goals. Like once you set them, don't just like write them down and forget about them. Like keep them up front and check in like maybe once a week. Like, okay, did I, did I do what I said I was going to do? If not, where was that breakdown? And how can I, how can I try better this week? How can I do more? But just, you know, because you are working full time or you're, you know, you're a multi-passionate woman with so many things going on, definitely giving yourself grace for mm, your, mm-hmm. your goal getting. <laughs> okay. Grace for the goal getter. All right. That would be number yes. one is goal yes. setting. And I would just add to that. Haven't, I mean, you guys have us as your accountability partner, but if you want to tell someone else, mm-hmm. you know, cause it helps so much. And Anna Laura is always the one. She's like, all right, let's go over our long-term goal. And it can be really scary to, to talk about that big, huge goal that you have for yourself and then break it down. Like, okay, how are we actually going to, to get to this? How are we going to achieve it? So definitely share with us your long-term goal. You know, we will hold you ladies accountable and, and even help, mm-hmm. you know, break those steps down to help you guys get there. We um, like to call it your champagne dream. Yes. You know, you know, dream. we do everything with a glass of champagne. <laughs> like what does a champagne dream look like for you? So really like get crazy with it. Don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a great exercise for all of y'all. We can't wait to hear it. Like pop it in the Facebook group. We want to know what is your big uninhibited champagne dream. All right. Yes. Number two, Alex. Okay. So the second one, also not fun, but definitely has to be part of your systems is finances. Um, so you want to track your income. If, if you're making anything, you want to track the expenses. So even apps that you're paying for, um, you know, you want to track those things and update your expense sheet for any purchases that you've made. Again, if it's an app, if it's a tripod, things like that, any new customers or sales that you've received and any payments that you might be making to, if you have a team, um, staff, you know, any contractors, if you're outsourcing like graphic design work to Allie, um, mm-hmm. or, or anyone else. So we use a simple, I say simple. We're just not, we're both speech pathologists, right? By my trade. So we always say we are pe- uh, words people, not numbers people. Um, <laughs> but we use Google Sheets to, to track our expenses. And we just um, once a month make sure we're updating that with any new expenses. So mm-hmm. that's number two and number three. Yeah. Number three. So again, this is more, if you're a service-based business, customer relationship and community management. So if you are creating, let's say a personal brand, you still have a community, right? It's not, maybe you don't have a direct service with them, but you have a direct relationship with your community. So making sure you're responding to those customer needs and feedback. Um, So if you're a photographer and you have like you know, a DM or an email, like making sure that you're on it and responsive and engaging with, with those potential customers or current customers, especially, um, and ensure your onboarding system runs smoothly. So for, for a good smooth onboarding system, take yourself 
through your whole sales funnel. I do this all the time with our, even our MailChimp links, just to make sure the correct freebie is getting sent out. Like I, so in, in all of our she shines, you see hello at analarsummer.com is like the first subscriber. Cause I'm like, are we getting the right one? So just taking yourself through all the correct, um, or all those steps to make sure that everything's smooth, no kinks. And if there are, again, where can you work those out? Mm-hmm. And even like Anna Laura said, if you're not having customers, but you still have a community you manage, if you're asking people to be part of what you're doing in terms of clicking a link, visiting your website, like make sure that process for them is easy and not too, too confusing. Okay. Last recommended system is marketing, uh, which we think is the fun stuff. Uh, so we're going to break this down a little bit to doing a content audit and IG analytics. So just making sure everything is relevant in your bio, links are working, sweeping your DMs, refreshing highlights, updating your media kit, you know, updating your metrics, mission statement pictures, and planning out social media content themes, whether you have an email list, planning out those campaigns, if you have a podcast, podcast episodes, um, any videos, posts, anything that you have. So those are the four systems that we recommend and that we use. So that's goal setting, finances, customer relationship or community management and marketing. Alex is going to pop the, uh, the link to our monthly business to do in the chat for you ladies that showed up tonight. Um, and it goes over all these and more. So just mm-hmm. a really easy checklist for you to go over. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, definitely head over to the show notes and you can grab that same freebie there. Next question. Let's all right. So Amber from at strike underscore ignite, she would love to hear a little bit about mindset. Um, she said, how do you get, or how you get yourselves pumped to get stuff done after a long day at the full-time gig? How do you replenish and restore? What do you each find helpful to move through feelings of anxiety and overwhelm and, um, and paralyzing procrastination? And also how do you take care of your relationships while juggling never ending to-do list? Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Oh, mm -hmm, hey girl. mm -hmm. Yes, please. (laughs) So let's start at the top, right? I want it all. I want it all. (laughs) Let's get into it. No, these are great. These are great. And Amber is actually a therapist. So I am like, no pressure. Let's, uh, let's, Let's dive in here. Let's start from the top. So Alex, how do you get yourself pumped to get stuff done after a long day at your full-time gig as a speech-language pathologist? Uh, I would say I just actually really love what we do at She Shine. So it's not a matter of having to get like pumped up. I'm always excited like to be in the DMs and, and you know, edit things in Canva and get on our stories. And so those are things that I love. I'm always, always pumped up to do it where maybe the mindset issue could come in is just me being tired. <laughs> and, you know, some days I would rather do my sheet. Oh, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. I would rather do my she shines work than finish my patient documentation. And it, it's, it's a battle between staring at computer screens because I'm on a computer screen all day for work while I'm documenting and treating patients. And then when I come home, obviously I have to stare at a phone screen or a computer screen. And it's like the priority first is finishing my patient documentation. But the thing that makes me more excited on some days is she shines. So it's like 
which screen do I want to stare at? And, and then it's like, okay, am I going to get up early instead to finish my patient documentation? Or am I going to get up early to finish she shines and finish my, so it's just a, it's the juggle of the day. It's never perfect. And there's, there's really no rhyme or reason. <laughs> it just, it's my energy level for the day and what I can devote to my patient documentation. Cause when I do that, I want to make sure I'm sure that you can relate Amber. I want to make sure that I'm there 100%, you know, and, and can show up and make sure I'm, you know, documenting the right things and, and being a good clinician. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you touched on that. It's kind of a, a matter of prioritizing what needs to be done, like for your, your full-time gig. Cause a lot of times that is what is funding your, your side business or that, you know, passion project that you have on the side. So not looking at your full-time job is a huge drag, which I understand I've been there. (laughs) It can be, Um, but just flipping that, that script and being like, well, this is what's currently funding my act, my passion and what's going to allow me to take this full time. When you're doing something like on the side or or even in your full-time career that is in alignment with who you are and what excites you, what lights you up and and you're excited to, to, you know, work with the people you're working with. Um, that I think is, is the, the biggest key in figuring out like what actually lights you up, what is in alignment with who you are and what you've, you're, you're created to be. So like whenever I was in speech therapy, I, I would go in and it just felt like a grind, right? I, I was, I was happy to help people. Like that's what I love doing, but there was this huge thing missing. And what I realized what that void was for me was being creative. Um, and it was the same thing when it came to health coaching. Um, I, I pivoted into health coaching and I wasn't like, I, honestly, I enjoyed designing my website and creating the programs and filming the, the content and the videos more than actually doing the health coaching part. <laughs> so when, once I figured that out, I was like, wow, like I, I should just take all this and go back to my roots, which is photography, being creative all the time, working with who I want to work with. I was like, it's not going to be weddings. It's not going to be newborns. It's going to be female entrepreneurs. And that's who I work with all the time now. It's like, Hey, Amber, hands up. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, I think when you're in alignment, a lot of the times now you're automatically psyched up to get into that, that side business after you spend a day at the office, like Alex was saying, like she's excited to jump in the DMS because it's, it's fun. It's like a vacation almost, but it's still like work. I want to put that in parentheses. Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. And I would say like to speak towards what you were saying about you know, feeling like maybe that work is a drag or it's not a fit anymore for you. Like mm-hmm. I still get excited too to go to work. Like I do Absolutely. like, lo- I love my job and I love my patients and I love all the crazy stories that they share with me like that. That makes me so excited. But I mean, that doesn't go without saying that there are just days where I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and I think that leads into like your next question is just like replenishing and restoring and, yes. and moving through those feelings that you, you mentioned here, Amber of anxiety, overwhelm, overwhelm, um, paralyzing procrastination. Um, so kind of to touch on that, how do, how do I replenish and restore is I just take a break from everything. (laughs) So it was in July, uh, my fiance and I, we took a week vacation, um, to the beach and, you know, Annalore and I talked, we're like, you don't have to do anything. She shines like this is your vacation. And same thing. And Laura went on vacation. It was, I was like, I got this, you go on vacation. So, um, me unplugging completely is, is how I replenish and restore. Yeah. Um, and to, to 
you know, spin off of that, having systems in place that (laughs) that's how we were both able to go away (laughs) for a week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like things are taken care of, things are going to get done because and like not having to be quote on all the time Mm -hmm. with your business, you have these systems in place that allows you to free up space. And that goes even beyond vacations, just in your day-to-day life. You don't constantly feel like pulled in a thousand different directions. When you have these systems in place, you can just focus on what needs to be focused on, focus on showing up for your clients, focus on, you know, building that community and, and really getting to know your customer. But when you feel pulled in so many different directions, like that's what often leads to the, the crazy overwhelm that Alex and I have deemed solopreneur overwhelm. Like you're wearing all these hats throughout the day. You're like, how can I manage? We're like systems, girl, systems. Um, so which that is our, our next webinar too. This is totally not, a, well, it is kind of a shameless plug um, for our, our webinar next month. But that is because it has literally saved Alex and I so much time and headache and overwhelm. Um, but I agree with Alex too, like taking breaks and more than just waiting until you need to take a break to, to take a vacation doesn't have to be a full fledged trip to the beach. It can like, I really recommend taking a daily break, taking a full day out of the week break, Mm -hmm. trying to take off like a weekend or something just to get rejuvenated. So again, going back to your goals, it's the same thing quarterly. Try to get a vacation or a little like mini staycation in monthly. Try to take some time off weekly. Have a day that's just you that you can pour into yourself and what you need. Cause you, you know, as a service-based entrepreneur or, or a blogger, like you are constantly pouring out for other people. You gotta be, you gotta fill that cup up too. Um, and then daily, even like what hour in the day or Mm -hmm. 30 minutes or 15 minutes can just be yours. And what is that? What is that thing that you can do just to, just to fill that cup up a little bit? Yeah. I think that ties into, to your next question, Amber, about what's helpful to move through those feelings of anxiety, overwhelm paralyzing procrastination. We talked about procrastination last time, right? But again, it it really all ties back to systems because we, I forget when, maybe it was early this year, Annalore, when we were feeling like so overwhelmed, like yes. what are we doing? When are we doing it? We feel like we're constantly doing things and like not really moving the needle forward. And we're just like living in our to-do list and like constantly creating, creating, creating. And that's when we really, really got focused on creating systems for mm-hmm. She Shines in the beginning of this year. And it, like I said, it has helped tremendously with reducing overwhelm. Like I'm not scared to open the to-do list, Like <laughs> not scared to say, what do we have to do today? Um, because it has really helped even with procrastination, you know, because we have, we listed the, the, our to do's by like, mo, like those priority things and the other tasks that are important, but not so urgent, you know, it's not like, oh my gosh, I have to get this done. I have to get those done. So mm-hmm. it, it works to Amber for my fellow procrastinator um, <laughs> when you're able to organize your tasks into, you know, priority, urgent, um, important, but not like super, super pressing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely pinpointing like what is the most important thing? Cause those are going to be what moves your business forward. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes like the emails, like the things we feel are super urgent, aren't super urgent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can actually be put off to the side, but like figure out first and foremost each day, like what is the most important thing that's going to move my business forward? Do that, get that out of the way and then get on to like the, the urgent and important things. And then your last question is, how do you take care of relationships while juggling a never-ending to-do list? (laughs) 
Oh, I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm just at a talk with Rhyme. He's like, hey, you're hungry? I'm like, yeah, what are you making for dinner? He's like, what are you making for dinner? So juggling relationships. Uh, communication is key. So I personally, I have told Ryan, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my she shines days. And those are the days that he takes care of dinner. I'll like prep. So I season the chicken, he's cooking it. Um, <laughs> but we have, you know, set kind of not like a chore list, but just so he knows what's going on in my life. And I know what's going on in his, because there was a lot of times when I wasn't telling him what was going on because I just expected him to know because I posted it on Instagram and he's actually like, no, I have no idea. I didn't know you had an event. I didn't know you had a meeting and it would lead to, you know, our not arguments, but like a miscommunication and someone is inevitably getting upset because the dishwasher is full and the laundry's not done. So <laughs> what has really helped us is that just open communication. And, and even if something is going over time, like, Hey, I really need your help with this. You know, can you, can mm -hmm. you please take care of laundry tonight? And it was like a really hard lesson for me. And when my self-care became selfish, um, because I was feeling like very, very overwhelmed between like COVID working on the front lines and dealing with Black Lives Matter. And for me, I at home had just shut down. I was not taking part in anything. I was not cooking. I was not cleaning. I was so hard to joke around with. But for me, that was self-care. Like I had to, I wanted to turn inward and just spend time with me. I wanted to be alone. I wanted to talk to him when I wanted to. But it came to a certain point when he was like, hey, hold up. <laughs> I kind of need your help, like just a little bit. Like I understand you. I don't know what you're going through. I want to help. But as your significant other, I also need help. How can we do this together? So that was also another lesson for me. And in, in knowing like self-care can cross a line sometimes. It, it can get selfish if you're constantly just doing it, doing it for yourself and not taking into account what's going on in the relationships in your life. And that's what I had experienced. I had not really checked in during that self-care phase, how my significant other was taking care of himself, you know, and mm -hmm. taking care of your relationship is also part of your self-care. So that was a big lesson and just communication, communication, <laughs> communication. <laughs> yes. Having that open stream of communication and, you know, at least now because of our systems, we have, things, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have business hours essentially like boiled down to Tuesdays and Wednesday nights, sometimes Mondays. But when you're able to, to state that in advance and like, okay, Cody and I ate dinner before it was early bird special here in the summer house. <laughs> uh, but before tonight, like we, we felt like honestly, 85 years old eating salmon and broccoli, but it was great. And we got to eat together and then I got to hop on here and he's taking care of, of our fur babies, um, <laughs> while, while I'm on, but yeah, something we like to do as well is kind of bookend our days together. For me, it's really important to not always be always glued to my phone, not always glued to my screen, but really taking time to pour into myself, but also my relationship with, with Cody. And so being able to bookend our days together. So something in the morning and something at night, right? So in the morning, like have coffee together, even if it's just me bringing him a cup of coffee and saying good morning. And then um, in the evenings, we take, uh, we take our dogs for a walk pretty much every single day. And that's kind of like our unwind time, you know, in 8pm, like 
computer screens are done and I try to keep the phone to a minimum as well. Um, but we'll go on our walk, phones are at home, just us and our dogs and we just talk and catch up on the day. Um, so having that daily time to kind of pour into each other as well um, is something that, that has really helped uh, our relationship and manage like all of like both of our, our schedules because it <laughs> can get pretty crazy. So, but yeah, that's kind of how, uh, how we juggle, juggle the things. Druvy had one before as well. According to you ladies, what are the three ingredients to successful pitches? How many pitches should you be sending out? Um, do you recommend sending out some certain times of the day a week or a few out daily? The three ingredients to successful pitches, how many we should, should be sending out and when essentially. Yeah. I think one thing that's super important in sending your pitch is customizing it, making sure that it's just not a generic pitch that you send to everyone. And on top of that, maybe this is number two is doing your research before you send the pitch, because that'll help with the customization part, like really, really getting to know a brand or business, what they stand for, what kind of posts, what kind like what's their tone and voice and captions and like, how can you relate to that? What kind of photos are they sharing? How can you help facilitate that? What kind of, of people do they help? You know, so really doing your research and customizing that pitch will allow you to really send a really really successful mm-hmm. pitch. And Absolutely. you said three, right? Annalore, do you want to add one? Along with the customization, like mm-hmm. doing the research, that'll also make sure for you that that brand aligns with you and your, your mission as well. So yeah, definitely doing your research and having that customization and stating how you and your service adds value to them. So, um, you know, rather than just being like, I'd love to collab or let's collab or something like that's so vague and that's definitely not stating value. So what do you have or what does your audience have that they need? So whenever you can, can insert the value that you add and, and, you know, identify with them as a business owner, as a brand, um, that's going to make you stand out. So really, I think that's, that's it, right? I wouldn't even say it's there's three. I think there's mm. just two. It's just doing your research and customizing. Well, okay. That's three. Do your research, customize it and bring the value. And then do you recommend sending out certain days of the week or a few on the daily girl? That's going to come down to, I think your own schedule and what you can do as, as a, a brand owner. Honestly, I don't think we recommend anything. I think sometimes just sending out one a day, is a ton for some people in their busy schedules and, and their goal. But mm-hmm. if your goal is to, you know, make this a full time thing or generate a substantial amount of income, then you're probably going to want to send out book emails at least a, a few times a week. So just having a goal in mind, like, okay, this month I'm going to connect with a hundred new brands and keep in mind out of those hundred 10 might respond to you the first time. And out of those 10, one might say yes. So out of a hundred, like, you know, there's (laughs) like, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, put in the work for it. That's that, that is the, the work part of, of pitching, um, Mm -hmm. is, is sending all those out and just being willing to accept the nose as, as a, a blessing. That means you, it freed you up. You don't have to keep following up with them. It's, it's no. And then maybe in six months, if they're like, no, but follow us up, 
follow up with us when you have, I don't know, some people are like 10,000 followers or something like that. Um, once you're there, follow up with them. Or once you've created more content, follow up with them. Like we always say the fortune is in the follow-up. So don't be scared to reach back out to them after about a week, but don't like keep reaching out to them and become like, don't be that girl. Uh, it's always in their inbox. Right. I think we have time for one more, Alex. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Victoria said she listened to episode 26, not too long ago. Yay. Yay. And she believes to make the most of your community is to make sure you're serving the community before you sell, definitely. But how do you know where to start pricing when it's time mm -hmm. to make that jump for the things you are offering? Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. So I just want to make sure we understand the question is like you're starting from like a freebie offering or, mm -hmm. or a service and you're wanting to, to increase, quote unquote, increase your pricing or add pricing. So I think it's just like when you're, when you're making that pivot or if you're adding maybe new things that typically you've done for freebie in the past, but you're adding more. So you're like, maybe I can, you know, make sure you're valuing your own time. Mm -hmm. Where do you start with the pricing? I know it's different, obviously, for like service-based ones where you can kind of look and see industry standards. But in general, like, how do you know where that starts? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Personally, I don't feel like you can start too early with, with pricing yourself if there's a need for what you're offering. Mm -hmm. So I think depending on, and I, I know you and your brand, and I do feel that there is a super strong need for, mm -hmm. for everything that you're offering. Yes. Um, and it's unique. You were serving a niche audience. And so I, I think like you're definitely at the point where you should be charging, now, as, as far as how much, like that's a much deeper conversation, <laughs> but it, it also goes down to kind of where you want to position yourself. It, it, is this something and, and what your product is as well? Like if it's like a one sheet kind of thing, then you're probably not going to charge $99 for it. Mm -hmm. um, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I was going to say, but if it's one sheet with an hour call when you're diving in and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe working through that guide with them, that might be something that you can charge a little bit more. Um, but I, I agree 1000% with everything that Anna Laura said. And also to go back to the systems that we were talking about, just think of your goal, you know, like what, what is the overall vision and goal that you have for yourself, your business, your brand, you know, how have you thought of monetizing and, and how, if so, what are you currently doing that can fall into that plan of, of monetization? And I agree with Anna Laura, everything that you're doing right now, you can totally and should be charging. Just think to your, and Vatina talked about this on the podcast episode, if you if you guys mm -hmm. listen, your energetic investment too, right? If you're putting so much effort into this, to creating all of this, Victoria, these amazing guides and, and hosting workshops and clubs, and people are constantly asking you questions and flooding your DMs and emails, and, and you've done the market research to see what more people are needing from you and the value that you're providing, which we know is already there, like sirens are going off that's a sign like, okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> I can start charging for this, you know, and, and, and don't get so caught 
up in like the pricing because remember you can, can adjust change. it and the market, <laughs> the market will speak to you. <laughs> they will tell you <laughs> if it's too low and they will tell you if it's too high and don't yeah. be afraid to ask us. Don't be afraid to ask your friends, um, people who know you and know your business. So also be careful who you're asking <laughs> to make sure mm-hmm. they understand the ins and out of your business and the pricing. But I, I think that's an amazing idea that you're thinking of that. And we, Absolutely. yeah, Amber says throw it up in the Facebook group for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're all here to support you and can't wait to see you take that, that next step. Mm-hmm. So we are going to wrap up this. Y'all think of anything else, pop it in the Facebook group. Like we are always here on the other end. Like when I say always, y'all know we're always here and we love it. That's why we have this community is to really all help support each other. And you guys know you have the phone number. You can text us 215-608-3002. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Yay. Awesome. Ladies, thank y'all again so thank much. Thank you so great much. Questions. Yeah. This was great. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.